0: Hey, it's us, Amanda and Megan. Glad you're here. Grab your juice box. Let's dive right in.
1: Hi. Good Eve. It's, like, it's not even three o'clock in the afternoon. I'm willing it to be Eve. Are you ready for bed?
0: Well, with this, with the daylight um, spring forward, with the daylight savings. That's right. How did you fare in your It household? was fine. I mean, it was fine. I just felt a little more rushed this morning than I should have. Mm-hmm. But um, no, it was fine. Yeah, I, I don't mind spring What's it, what do we call it? Spring daylight saving. Yeah, I daylight don't mind daylight saving. So yeah, I'm fine. How did your family do?
1: Fine. I thought about setting an alarm last mm. night and turned off the lights and told myself, okay, good night. It's time for bed. Yeah. And then after about 10 minutes of tossing and turning, I went oh. ahead and set an alarm Yeah. just in case yeah. I'm glad I did. Cause that is what woke my husband and oh, I. Oh really? Yeah. And then he had meetings, so he needed to go. And I had to wake up every single one of my kids. And we had a late night last night. So there was a lot of showering and rushing around this morning. That's right. So I'm excited for bedtime tonight. Well, that's why
0: we're going to record this and we're going to wrap it all up, tuck it in and put it to bed because, you know, Sunday is a day of rest in my home and it will be in yours after I leave. So
1: yes, let's do it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So today we have something really exciting. We have an interview for our listeners, but not just any interview. Mm -mm -mm. We never have just any interview, (laughs) frankly. (laughs) Nope. No, we have interviewed my running coach, Heather Jensen. And she's not your official running coach. No. But since I we drag each other. I can't say I drag you. We drag no. each other successfully. I mean, I enjoy
0: being around her and I enjoy running with you and seeing what. Like I really don't know what she has you do.
1: Right. Yeah, you're very good at saying, Me about just trying saying, don't to keep up me. with you.
0: Yeah, me just trying to keep up with you. I feel like I'm I'm getting the perks of her training. So I'm like, "Oh my goodness, I don't know what she's doing, but I got to keep up."
1: <laughs> it's good. It's good and you're doing great. Oh, well, thank you. so. Like Yeah. It alternates each each race pulling the other across the finish line. (laughs) Anyway. All right. So we have had a lot of listeners ask questions about our running and some different habits and gear and shoes and all the things. Mm -hmm. And so we thought we should actually ask an expert Mm -hmm. and have them answer these questions because I don't count myself as an expert Mm. at all. That's how humble you are. Well, are you an expert? It depends on who I talk to. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's fair. That's fair. So we'll introduce you to Heather Jensen. She was born and raised in Salt Lake City, Utah, and is a fitness instructor and lover of Ironman and marathon events. And since running her first marathon in 2008, she's completed... I think she said 27. 27, yeah, marathons, and at least seven Ironman races. Oh,
0: amazing. It's, oh, I wow. know. I know. Fitness we're goals. just scratching the, I mean, we're just, we're just barely
1: getting there, Megan. I thought I we got, to, we got work <laughs> to do. It's amazing. So Heather also teaches fitness classes, including hit spin, pump, power yoga, and Pilates. She loves to golf, ski, and watch movies with her husband and three kids in her free time. And yeah, she's just talented all around. She's yeah. got other talents you'll find out as you listen to the interview. Yeah. Very fun. Let's get into it. Okay, so Heather, you are my running coach, and I love it. You have changed my running game. So tell us a little bit about how you got into running. What led you to run and why?
2: Well, first of all, I love coaching you.
1: Being a run coach is
2: so much fun, and we can talk about that a little bit, obviously, but um, we'll come back to that, and I love coaching you, and you're awesome. Oh, <laughs> And I know that Amanda gets to like hang out with us too, which is so fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, she does. I get the perks of it, but I don't like, I don't know what type of training's going on, but she is quite fast. So whatever it is, it's working because...
2: <laughs> gotten so much faster, right?
0: <laughs> she is a speed demon. Stop, yeah. stop, stop,
2: stop. <laughs> it's been so fun to do races. So, uh, and I love running. So I guess to answer your question, how I got into it was, um, I actually did swim team for about 10 years when I was a kid and I was horrible at running, like really bad at running <laughs> as a kid. And like through my high school teenage years, like we had to do dry land running for swim team and we had to do like three to five miles depending, like five was the most we would ever run. Cause you know, that that's quite a bit, but I just hated it. I remember mm-hmm. hate, like, I will never like this. I don't know how people run marathons. This is horrible. Well, fast forward, I started liking running, um, a little bit when I was first married and then after I had my first baby, I was kind of like, oh, I could do like the whole train for something to like get the baby weight off and just run like I kind of like running. I had done like a handful of five and 10 case with like friends and family. But I was like, OK, I want to like, try to actually run a race. And so I signed up for a half marathon when I had um, my first little baby and I ran it when she was seven months old. And she was really colicky. And so my parents gave me um, a jogger stroller and it was like the only time she would be quiet. So we ran a lot with that jogger stroller.
1: Wow. So did you so
2: I, like r- like when I kind of became a real runner? was like, as I became a mom, they kind of went hand in hand together, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of different from a lot of people that do distance running. You know, I mean, some people find it after, but um, a lot of people that I run with, you know, ran and high school and college and you know, have always been a runner. And I was like, yeah, that's not me. (laughs) Mm.
0: It's just an easy outlet for moms. I feel like that's why a lot of people pick it up in the early years of of child raising or soon after. Because it's an it's a free outlet. And you can take your kid, even though I don't like to take my kid. Or you yeah, you don't have to if you don't want to. You could also just put the shade right over them and pretend they're not even there. Pretend you're just pushing a a shopping cart full of I don't know.
2: Give them snacks. Totally you're like, you're fine.
1: Totally. Yes. Yes. What were you going to say? Well, did you run your first half marathon pushing the stroller?
2: I didn't. Thankfully I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that But <laughs> for all my runs, Um, training runs were mostly done with her. I had a treadmill and so sometimes I'd run while she was, um, napping, but That was few and far between with a colicky baby. But um, yeah, so we ran outside a lot. And I remember doing a lot of long runs in the jogger stroller. And then when it was race day, I was like, okay, you know, she's staying home. I'm actually going to race it. And it wasn't fast by any means. It was actually kind of slow. But I just remember feeling very empowered after like I did that, you know? Yeah. And it was, it was an awesome feeling. And I was like, I want to do that again.
0: Yeah. You know, that's so interesting. I, I, we did not plan this. But yesterday was International Women's Day, Mm -hmm. right? And so I actually thought it was pretty cool that we're interviewing Heather today because I was like, we are a bunch of women who feed off each other. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was talking to someone today. She was like, why are you so into running? And I said, well, what's the hardest thing you've ever done physically? I said, don't you sometimes just like to see what you can do to see if you can do it? And she was like, no, never. <laughs> and I was laughing. And I said, that's what it was for me. I just wanted to see if I could do it. And what Heather just said, that you literally just said that. I just wanted yeah. to see what I could do. And I think when we surprise ourselves, that's when we're like, oh, is there like more to this? Right? And obviously there
1: was yeah. more to you and to your journey because running turned into. Well, right now you're training for, is it your fifth consecutive Boston Marathon?
2: Fifth consecutive Boston, yeah. And we out the COVID year, which I do because, dang, I worked hard to qualify for that year. And then I ran the marathon by myself virtually. Well, with my with my coach and one of my good friends, Ashley, we ran it together and ran the whole dang 26 point. We made sure it was 26.3 because we wanted to make sure it was a full marathon.
1: Whoa. Oh,
2: my god, So goodness. I ran the COVID year. I'm counting it, even though it wasn't an official Boston, but I did get my medal mailed. But, yes, this will be my fifth consecutive Boston.
0: Congratulations. Yes. That is no small thing. Jeez. I'm excited. I I hope it can keep going. So <laughs> Well, and I mean, I know that we have like an agenda here, but can we talk about the hurdles that you've that you've overcome this year? I mean, I'm sorry, I know we're going off your <laughs> off our agenda, but go for it. it. See, I feel like we need to talk about it now because you're about to run Boston in 6 weeks, but you did not have an easy
1: year. Yeah, tell us about that.
2: Yeah, it's, it's been a journey. And if, and if anybody listening knows me or has followed me on Instagram, I, I actually decided to be pretty open about it. Um, after things settled, but I was in a really horrible, should have died car accident Mm -hmm. in October of 2020. And it was actually, ironically, I had just ran, I want to say it was marathon number 25 with my little sister. Mm-hmm. Um, all of the races had been canceled and there was one race in Beaver, Utah. It was the Beaver Marathon and we were supposed to do the St. George Marathon and it got canceled. And um, so that was the COVID year. So I had ran the virtual Boston and then she was like, okay, we can do this race. And so we went and did this race and our whole family came and we stayed in this cabin and we had this lovely weekend. And then I was going up that next Monday to go um, coach at IFIT for the week because we were open locally in Utah. Um, and so I'm a I'm one of the trainers for IFIT, which is Nordic Track company for those that don't know, um, Nordic Track ProForm. And so I was driving up to, uh, go work for the week and, um, a semi, I'll just give a very short version of this, but, um, a semi lost control of its wheel and it had these large metal I-beams that flew off going, it was driving Southbound and I was going Northbound and it, blew off the freeway, the other direction at the cars, kind of like bowling pins. Um, And my car flew across two or three lanes of traffic over the concrete, flipped, rolled. I mean, it's, it's crazy. So anyways, I, I lived, I survived. I crawled out of the car, went to the hospital, I had a concussion, I recovered. And there was a lot of emotional, physical trauma, PTSD. I had to do so many doctor's appointments, not just physically, but neuro appointments, counseling appointments, and finally got back on track and started running again. And I remember just being like, Oh, my hip hurts
1: Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) the whole year, the whole year, because as my car was flying, I, we think it hit the jockey box when it landed like really hard after flying 70 miles hour, you know, 70 miles per hour way. And then another way. Um, and so my hips were out of alignment and I was running on them, and it, it, it was really odd to me because I'm like, I've never had hip issues hmm. until the accident. So anyways, the, again, fast forward, I had some hip issues, which turned into breaking my femur, my hip, and then having a, a labral tear. And it just, it rocked me. It was really, really hard. And I finally made an appointment to get some imaging done. And they were like, yeah, you're going to be on crutches for two months. Hmm. <laughs> And I was like, no, 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 I'm training for the St. George Marathon. No, uh-uh. I just ran Boston. I'm fine. Like, yeah. So that was a real big slap in the face for me. But um, you know, I just turned 40 this year and and I think, you know, this is obviously something we could get into deeper in another episode. But I do think as women, we do need to take care of our bodies. And that's something that I really preach is cross-training. Don't just run, lift, do Pilates, do yoga, take your supplements, all those things. But at the end of the day, you know, we're human and we have these moments where we're weak and we're vulnerable and um so yeah so i've been rehabbing this hip and i am finally just running again the last like 2 months and this was back in july of uh, 2022 and now we here we are march of 2023 and i'm like finally this last week going okay i think i can run boston (laughs) which is so So
0: crazy to me i need two years to mentally get to boston and you're like i'm six weeks away i think
1: i can do it now i just got off crutches spent the summer in a wheelchair
2: yes oh my gosh that was horrible i was coming to all i was coming to all your races in wheelchair and crutches you were amazing Hey yo everybody <laughs> <laughs> but you I mean it was so fun though it was so fun to support you guys I thought I would cry being so sad and it was sad but oh man it was so fun like women supporting women that's what it's about you know? that's
0: right yeah. yeah totally that's totally right well and the mental yeah. the <laughs> mental strain too the mental strain you know as an athlete that gets injured I think that's what terrifies me the most is you know you're this yes. very fit person you still get injured. You healed a lot faster because of your lifestyle, which is great. Mm-hmm. But man,
1: the mental load—that's that. I think that's what would get me the most. Yeah. That, what like, was the hardest part of rehabbing, of coming back and having to wait to run?
2: Uh, mentally, it was the hardest thing. And I'm such a mover. I have to work out. You know, I and a little bit more of my background is I'm not just a runner. I do Ironmans as well because I, you know, I did swim team for so many years and then I started running and I was like, well, I can add a bike in there. You know, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Twelve mile bike ride, no big deal, you know. Yeah, but um, I mean, it is a big deal. But I, I and I was horrible at biking when I first started. But um, you know, you're used to training for several hours a day because that's what it requires. It's not just this neurotic. I need to burn calories for two hours. It, no, it's like training for performance here, and um, so being told that I couldn't exercise. Um, that was, I really struggled with some postpartum depression after my third baby. And just, that was kind of, I kind of sank back into that a little bit. And I was like, no, I'm going to like, I said, what can I do? I asked my doctor, I said, what can I do? Mm-hmm. And he said, well, you can lift weights in a chair and do bands. And I was like, done. What else can I do? Can mm-hmm. I do apps? like, you can put your leg up on the chair and do crunches. And so I did that. I would literally work out for an hour or an hour and a half every day. And I would do punching in a chair, like kickboxing, punching to get my heart rate up and lift. And it was probably crazy, but it saved me because I know mm-hmm. how exercise is. So a little bit crazy, a little glimpse into the crazy, but that <laughs> hardest part was just not being able to do my normal routine. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Not crazy at all. Not crazy. Admirable. It was amazing to watch you during your recovery. And any listeners can go to Heather's Instagram account, try and run girl, right? Yes. T-R-I. right
2: like, TRI. Yes. Yeah.
1: And go back and see your journey. And it is amazing from all where you started and all that you accomplished while still being immobile in a certain way, or like from the waist down, at least. Mm-hmm. It was incredible. Sure.
2: Oh, thank you. I tried. I was I was pretty transparent. I was like, you know, life's too short to not be real. Just tell it like it is. Because other people are going through similar things. I mean, there's so many people that break a hip or a, have a hurt knee or something stupid. Like I slammed my door. Uh, I slammed my pinky toe at my daughter's door a few years ago, and it was horrible. And I remember being like, uh, this sucks. That was unnecessary. And <laughs> here I am for six weeks. Like, <laughs> oh. you know, people that are injured and it, it, you know, it'll happen to all of us at one point or another, like I really pride myself on being the uninjured athlete, but mm. day anybody can get injured for any reason. And so we have to learn how to get through those you know, hills and valleys of life and training and, and just do our best, like you
1: said, mentally and physically to just get through it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So switching gears just a little bit, you have three kids. How old are your kids? So my oldest just turned 16,
2: just got her a car. Wow. That's been a journey. Um, (laughs) And then my middle baby is 12 and my youngest
1: is nine. Okay. That's a good spread.
2: Yeah. They're a little older now. So life is a little bit, um, it's more chaotic in a different way. It's less changing diapers and more running them around everywhere.
1: Yeah, sure. So what do your kids think about your, your running and your strength training and do any of them follow that example?
2: Yeah. So none of them are like runners per se. I think they think it's cool, but they also like my nine year old, I remember one time we were doing, I don't know, we were like taking some sort of picture outside or something, you know, just like, obviously, like for the Instagram or whatever. Mm. And he was, Mom, what are you doing this for? And I kind of explained to him and he goes, Oh, do you get paid to do this? And I was like, Yeah. And he was like, Oh, that's cool. You know, so they're just kind of he's just kind of starting to like, learn and get interested in it. Obviously, I'm not like an elite sponsored athlete, but there are some fun perks that come with being able to to race at a certain level and um so yeah I think they think it's cool and I've never wanted to like push running on them but anytime I can get them to sign up like we did um a Christmas Eve or yeah it was a Christmas Eve morning 5k as a family and it was like the highlight of my day I was like my whole family's here running a 5k you know with me um and my husband's supportive um He's ran several marathons, like seven marathons with me. And he doesn't even like to run. <laughs> but um that's cool. I guess for uh-huh. years, you know, I know that my passion's not gonna be everybody else's passion, but um I hope that they take it to whatever they're doing. Like my daughter is like high level dance and I know she Um, you know, I support her with her dance and she supports me with my running. She'll come to my finish lines and I'll be there at her performances. So I I don't think it necessarily has to be running for them to be inspired. Right. But Mm -hmm. I think and inspire others by showing what we're passionate about.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I already adore your kids just because one of them is a major Kansas City Chiefs fan. I've never met your (laughs) kids, but I love them already. Mm. My 12-year-old
0: old boy, he loves the Kansas City Chiefs. That's so funny.
2: What is that? Yep. <laughs> that's so funny. He's not a bandwagon fan either. He's been a fan for like five years, so long enough to, I think, yeah. consider him a true fan. For sure. True yeah. fan.
1: Yep. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, that's what I think too. <laughs>
1: well, when we run the Kansas City half marathon in a couple of weeks, we'll have to bring him back something fun. Oh,
2: let's bring him back a shirt. Yeah. That's oh, so fun. So excited for you guys! I ran that race, and it is so much fun.
1: That's crazy. Yeah, we're excited. really
2: yeah. Why did you run that race?
0: It's kind of a random race.
2: It yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, so, and I I think it's the same one that we're talking about. Garmin. It's affiliated with Garmin, and I'm a Garmin athlete. Huh. And so we got to fly out and go run the race, and it was so much fun. It's hilly, but it's really fun. You didn't yeah, tell me that
1: Garmin. One. It. I told you it was yeah. hilly, Megan. I told you. <laughs> You're telling me right now in front of your running oh, coach that it's hilly. What she have you knew. done? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to back out right now. <laughs>
2: you got it. You can go rent. Don't run some hills tomorrow and you'll be fine. So. You will be
1: just <laughs> fine. It'll be, it'll be great. Plus it's like at sea level. So you're going to be Yeah. Fine. Okay. That's one
2: that felt harder to me because I ran it two weeks after a full marathon. So I remember like just feeling like my legs were tired, but it's hilly, but it's not so hilly that you should be scared.
0: You'll be fine. Okay. Thank if, you. I remember it being really fun. Okay. Yeah, that's super
1: reassuring. Thanks, you guys. I'm <laughs> <feel> good. <laughs> Keeping it real for you. <laughs> okay, so we have kind of a fun question for you. Two things that people want to know is one, what are your must-haves when it comes to running gear? And then two, you I've learned something about you in doing a little bit of research. You are very musically inclined. You teach flute lessons and guitar lessons right? And you went to Dixie state university. I did. Yeah. So I want to know what is on your, your playlist, like your fitness playlist. What are the songs that pump you up?
2: Oh, okay. So let's do the, should we do the gear first? Sure. Okay. So number one is always shoes. You've got to invest in a good pair of shoes. And I have learned this after my hip Mm. and any type of foot, ankle, knee type of niggles that we get as runners, it's probably because your shoes are dead, which is the worst thing. Cause if you get a pair that you love and you like have memories with it and you've raced with it and you're like, but I like the color and stuff. It's like, I have, I have got so many pairs. I'm like, I just need to throw like, or donate them, not throw them away. I will donate them or like save them for like a lawn working pair, but your shoes will die so quick. You know, they only have like three to 400 miles at the most on them. Um, And so get new shoes, invest in really good shoes, you know, definitely some brand names, like the top brand names that you've heard of, they're good quality shoes. Don't skimp on your shoes. If you can get a sale, great. You know, you can always find like athletic stores that will have sales and that is great, but make sure you're getting like a good name brand shoe. I mean, I can say the brand. if that's Yeah.
1: Yeah. What are some of your favorite brands?
2: Um, so currently right now, I've been loving Salcony, which funnily enough, I actually ran my very first marathon in Salconese. Um, and I forgot about that and I was like, oh yeah, I did run those in Salconese. And the shoes are so different now than when I first started running. Um, my first marathon was in 2008. Um, so, I mean, they've come a long way. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been an ultra athlete for many years. I'm not the last couple of years just cause I wanted to kind of go on a shoe journey and just try some different shoes, but I am a huge, huge, um, supporter of ultra it's ALTRA for anyone that's not familiar. It's not ultra like with the U, but the brand ultra with an A and they are from Utah Oh. So roots, um, I've worked with them. They are an amazing company, and they're a zero drop shoe. So I love the zero drop shoe. It's a little different for anybody that hasn't experienced those before. So you do have to kind of rotate them and work up to them. Um, but I would recommend. Ultra Sauconies. I'm also loving Nike again. Hmm. Um, I wore the Nike Alpha Flies for Boston, and I'm, like, obsessed with those shoes. <laughs> they have so many great shoes um, that I love right now, but I would definitely invest in those. Um, I've also tried Hoka's, and I like Hoka's. Brooks, I know a lot of people that like Brooks, but, yeah, invest in shoes yeah. for sure. That's number one. Hmm. Um, and then, obviously, like, moisture-wicking material on your clothes. You know, you can... I I always love me some good Lululemon speed shorts and I love their biker shorts and you know, their race, like crops are awesome. So anything like that, that's going to keep you feeling good. And honestly, like being in an outfit that you feel good in and feel fast. And like, I know we do this with our running group. We'll be like, Hey, we're going to all wear orange. And here's a couple tops that, you know, match. And it's like, it's fun. Like you feel fun. You're in this fun group with like this bright orange top. And you're like, we all look so cute. And I'm going to run really fast. Like, (laughs) It just makes it really fun if you have, like, a cute outfit on. So, like, whatever brand you like. Um, I personally really love to run in Lululemon, but there's amazing brands out there that are actually, like, specific running brands. Like, Brooks makes some really great, like, running shoe uh, shirts, tanks, singlets, those type of things. Um, so, yeah, just go on an adventure and, obviously, like, save up your money a little bit and look for sales. But um, you don't have to break the bank either. But if there's something that you um, would – get i would get some moisture wicking clothes so that you're not chafing your entire
0: marathon cuz that's not fun no that sounds awesome. that's a great idea i think that you're spot on i don't know if you if you know this but the first half that Megan and i did can I, am i okay to say this i'm going to yep. say it anyway <laughs> i i was wearing makeup And, and I don't think you did not wear makeup that day. Anyways, I, I finished the race. I remember going, wow, that was so great. Like, I feel so good. The next race, I did not wear makeup. You did. And that race, you ended going, oh my gosh, I feel like a million bucks. Mm -hmm. And I said to you, there is something about when you look good, you feel good. And I think you perform well. And so I think you're, I think that for anyone that's looking to like start running, get yourself quality shoes then put yourself in a really great outfit that you love and you're gonna go you're gonna start running because you're not gonna waste it because if you waste it well tch, that's a waste but just <laughs> like look good yeah. and you will run well and I think that is spot-on advice I love the idea of spending money Heather I love that I hope my husband's listening I need to spend some I mean, money I
2: that, right
0: yeah no. <laughs>
2: no and that's the thing I don't want anybody listening that's like yikes I'm on a butt like a really intense totally budget be a runner no 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 that's not what I'm saying by any means I have been there so many times I still have my little savings that I save up to buy my things for but really truly invest in shoes and and you can wait and find a sale and you know you can even find something cute at like old navy that's like a cute top for 12 bucks and you're gonna really cute in it you know so you don't have to break the bank but you're right if you and I love that you said wear makeup because I started wearing makeup for my last couple of races. And you're right. I felt like a million bucks and it wasn't like a full face of makeup. It was just some tinted moisturizer. And then maybe like some, you know, tinted lip gloss, just so I felt like I was like a little bit more me. And then I smiled bigger for the cameras and I, I ran faster and I felt good. So yeah, I, are all in agreement that get yourself feeling good, make your hair look cute. Go for it
0: go yes. get out there and show off that bod you guys what was the other part of that question music oh music yeah yeah I want to hear that one okay so I'm kind
2: of weird um so I was a music major in um in college so I was a flute performance major and yeah what? that was what it yes and incredible I realized wasn't really a career with that so didn't really continue with that as far as like performing but um I teach now which is really fun So, and my, a little bit of background on that is my dad's a professional drummer. So we grew up with, he owned a music store that sold drums and guitars and pianos. And so we just grew up with music all over. And so music is like very much a part of my working out, if that makes sense. Um, So right. Like my playlist is very important to me, especially if I'm doing speed work or racing, I'm usually listening to a mix of like alternative rock and pop
1: whoa awesome
2: but i like it i like to have some like 90s alternative i love to have some like green day some 41 newfound glory and then i love to throw in like a britney spears pop song like you know just something random that has a beat that keeps me going yeah um and i do i'll go through and listen to it and be like oh those rpms are too slow i can't run to that hmm. so yeah You don't have to spend hours on your playlist, but I would definitely listen to something that's more upbeat because you will run faster.
0: You will. You know, Heather, I hate, I hate that you're right, but you're right. (laughs) Do you know what? Sometimes, sometimes when May and I are out training, we'll just be chatting. And at some point we look at each other and go, you know, it's probably time to kick it up. (laughs) (laughs) And so we, so then we put in our earpieces and then wouldn't you know what our little legs start going. And before we know it, we're home and we're like, what happened here? On your speed days. But
2: there are days, let's let's be real about this, because there are days where you do need to run slow. And Megan, you know this. I give you those days where you're doing run for four minutes really slow, walking for a minute repeat.
1: <laughs> yeah. I used to really look forward to those. And now sometimes it's like, oh, another slow day. But it's good. It's good. It's necessary.
2: You have to slow down to get faster, too. So it's there is a time in the place. It doesn't mean that every single run has to be all out crazy hard. What do they say on Top Gun Mach 10 with your hair on fire? You don't have to run every single race like that. And you or every running run like that. You shouldn't run every training run like that. Like most of your runs are going to be in the slower zone one to zone two range. And then you're your speed work. So that's obviously like a whole different conversation, but there are days where you do want to go out with a friend and have a conversation and just run. So those are good. Those aren't bad.
1: Yeah. We're, we're good at the going out and having conversations. (laughs) It's true.
2: It's Those I look forward to those runs.
1: Those are fun. Yeah. You need to come up sometime and run with us.
2: Oh, let's do it. Let's do it. Or we'll meet in the middle. All of the, all of the Utah County girls will come meet.
1: Mm, That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) Yeah. That's fair. be fun. That's fair. Okay, well, final question because we don't want to keep you. We know you got to run. Mm. What does oh, That was a good pun. She's got to run. <laughs> oh, look at that. oh, I got to run. <laughs> so funny. Okay, what does self-care and recovery look like?
2: So this is like a little different because obviously there is self-care like mm-hmm. where you're, I'm going to take an Epsom salt bath. I'm going to schedule a massage. I'm going to foam roll. That is all really, really, really important. And we should do that. But half the time it's just getting sleep for me.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know about
2: you guys, but as a mom, you're just pulled in 800 million directions every single day. And you're trying to, do if you're trying to do any type of you know, job or, you know, for rent coaching, um, teaching, you know, I teach on the side and and any type of thing like that. I am kind of burning the candle at both ends, or, or at least I could, um, burn the candle at both ends, but I'm not going to, I'm going to, um, make sure that I am getting sleep. I'm trying to make it a priority to get to bed on time. And if I do have to get up early, then I'm going to bed earlier. So I think sleep is my number one, that I would say is going to be most important.
1: Yeah. 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 How many hours of sleep a night do you need?
2: And do so you really if, get, if you're really training hard, hard, you need a minimum of seven, you need more like seven to nine. And for example, last night I went to bed a little later than I should have. I got like six and a half and I'm a little tired. I'm feeling it. But the night before I got eight and a half. Mm. So it can balance out a little bit. That isn't like a typical thing for me. I'm not getting like a solid eight every single night because you know how that is as yeah. a mom with kids. Yeah. And back in the day when my kids were little, little, I was getting up in the middle of the night to change their diapers and nurse them. And, you know, you're not getting solid sleep. And so your performance can be affected by that. So just give yourself grace and don't beat yourself up too much. If you didn't get enough sleep and you're like that workout felt hard, it's probably because you didn't get enough sleep. And that's okay. As a mom, that's your time and season, right? Well, but we can still do all the things as moms, and maybe try to sneak a nap. And if that ever happens, right, mm. <laughs> it doesn't. But no. try to prioritize your sleep and going to bed. And like you know, if you have a, a spouse or a partner, communicate with them and just say, "Hey, I love you, but I really, I really need to get to bed. <laughs> um, I've got an early morning and." That is probably the number one thing that I would say has really affected my performance over the years is just prioritizing the amount of sleep that you get because it's just as important as the amount of miles that you log.
0: Yeah, mm. I like that a lot. I know, I know she's got to run, but I've got one more burning question. Okay, go for it. Let's do it. So you just talked about sleep and I think for a lot of us, that's probably a really good place to start. Get your sleep in check so that when you start working out, you feel good. For those of our listeners that are looking for a place to start, what do you suggest? Do you suggest you know, running a mile a week? Do you suggest starting with weights? If I were to come to you and say, Heather, I I need something to work on, what would you tell me? As a beginning runner? As someone who has never run. Pretend I have never run in my life. I'm just saying, I need to move my body. What should I do?
2: Do you want to know what I did after my hip? Yeah. I was a beginning runner again and it was very eye-opening to me. It was a great reminder to me as somebody that's ran 27 marathons, Boston qualified, New York City qualified, um, earned my sub-elite bib, where I can say I'm I'm a little on the fast side. I'm not super fast. I've got I've got a ways to go to get to that elite level. But as someone that's been running fast for the last few years and then starting from scratch, man, it's humbling and intimidating. And Eye opening and scary. And so, what I did was, I started jogging for like 20 to 30 seconds mm-hmm. and then for like a minute or two. And then I would jog again for 20 to 30 seconds and then I would walk again. So, walk jogs are awesome. And we still do those. You know, Megan's training for half marathons and she's like killing it. And she's still doing walk jogs. Obviously, there's a very specific minute to walk ratio. That is really key to um, helping marathon runners, but I would just start like, that's the biggest thing. Like, it sounds like the easiest thing, but uh, easiest thing to say, but harder to do, but get yourself, like we were saying some new shoes and a cute outfit and just start, start walking at a 20 to 30 second jog and then walk again and then just keep repeating that process. And I remember doing that first run where I was like trying to run even just a half a mile. And I was walking maybe five minutes and then jogging for 30 seconds and then walking for five minutes and then jogging for 30 seconds. And I was exhausted and it hurt afterwards. And I was like, wow, these muscles are so weak inside. Mm. And so it just takes time. And now I ran 14 miles on Saturday.
1: Congratulations.
2: Made- Thank you. And that feels like such a big deal. Whereas like a year ago I would have been like only 14. Mm. Like- <laughs> So it's all perspective, right? It's all about working up. My grandma used to say, I love my grandma. She had the best quotes and she would, she would say this funny quote, how do you eat an elephant? And I would say, grandma, that's gross. I don't want to eat an elephant. (laughs) And she would say, no, 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 you're missing the point. How do you eat an elephant? And I said, I don't know. And she said one bite at a time. And obviously there's other, you know, better eloquent ways you can say that, but If you're going to tackle something big, you have to do it one step at a time. Small steps lead to big steps. So just start and do really small increments and you will build up to eventually running a couple miles or a mile. And consistency is the biggest thing too. You can't just run once a week and expect to get better. Right. Maybe, maybe a little bit, but if you're consistent and you carefully, slowly work your way up, that is where the magic happens. Yeah. So I would just say to start, just start.
1: Yeah. No, that's- I think
0: that's, I think that's really wise. That's very manageable. Anyone can do that. Yeah. I think that's a really great place to start. I like that a lot. It's-
2: and, and there's so much, once you get really into it and it becomes the habit, you don't want to stop,
0: mm-hmm. you know? Yes. Once you have,
2: it's like a hamster wheel. Once you have that momentum, it's hard to stop and you want to stay on that wheel because it's fun and you feel good and running's fun. it really is. Yeah once you get habit, running's fun. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, I think we finally gotten to that point. not finally. I think we accidentally got to that point after running the first <laughs> two half marathons and looking at each other and saying, oh this this is kind of fun. This is kind of enjoyable. yeah, yeah. yeah, but I know I love that. Small steps lead to big steps. that's perfect.
2: Yeah. And then, and then, you know, if you want more out of it, if it's become fun and you enjoy it, great. But then at some point you get to the point where you want a little bit more and that's where you start saying, like one of my friends posted this um, quote on Instagram, I think it was yesterday and I loved it. It said, once you get to that point in your fitness, do you want to be comfortable or do you want to be happy? Hmm. And I was like, Oh, that kind of hit me in the right way where it was like, we can sit in our comfort zones. Yeah. And we think that's happiness, but it's not happy. Yeah. It really is. Feel that away and you go, but am I happy just sitting in this comfortable place? And at the end of the day, most of us are going to say, no, I want to, I want to do more. I want more out of that. I'm investing time into that. And I want to do more because it makes me happy and it makes me a better, like for me and for any of the moms out there, like, like us and the wives, it makes me a better mom and a better wife. And I have something that's mine. Yeah. That- you get to share it. Like you two get to share it with your best friend. And you know, that's something that you guys enjoy together. That's your time together. And that's special. That's not that you take for granted.
0: Well, I, I have someone in my neighborhood who's a religious runner and he will always say that, um, my morning run is my sacred time. And he's like, everyone in my family knows that like, it is just what I do. He's like, that's when I think about all the things and, and when I see him out in the neighborhood, I like don't even I don't even wave or honk anymore because I'm like, oh, he's in his sacred time. <laughs> he's, he's, yeah. And- <laughs> yeah. But everyone needs it. And I hope that I mean, I think Megan, I would like to hear your thoughts and Heather, your thoughts. If there's one thing that I would have our listeners take away from this, it's that you you need to take accountability for your health. And once you do, you your life will be easier. And it is your um privilege. To take care of your life and this and to stay healthy. And I think sometimes as parents we feel guilty
1: for taking that time away, but you will be a better parent. Right. Or that if. we feel like it's it's too late. That we're too absolutely. old or we just can't we can't make it happen. It's too late. We miss that boat. Absolutely. And that's not true. No, absolutely not. What would you no. what would you want our listeners to take out of it? That that it's it's never too late or you're never too I don't know, far gone. That sounds awful. Mm-hmm. But still, it's just never too late to start. You never know. Because I ran my first half marathon in like 2010 and yeah. was very slow and never thought that I could get any faster. And then when we ran and beat that time, not even thinking we would, mm-hmm. I was shocked and thought, oh, oh, I think there's more to this. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when, yeah, that's when it gets fun. It gets fun. You get into it. You find something you love. Do it. And maybe
2: maybe this is a little bit of a coach brag, but I've got to brag about you because when you came to me, you said, I just want to break two hours in my half marathon. And you did. And tell everybody what your PR is now.
1: Uh, one forty four, mm-hmm. And, and it, some change. It's so it good.
2: Over 15 minutes off of her half marathon time in less than a year?
0: Yeah. And your goal by the end of this year is to get under 130. Yeah. Our goal. So in an entire year, okay, thanks Megan. <laughs> in an entire year, you will have shaved off 30 minutes. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That's the goal.
2: And, uh, 130's here you come and then beyond. Infinity and beyond.
0: That's amazing. So Heather, what would you like or if what's your final thought for our listeners? What would you like them to learn from this from this interview? I just hope, like I
2: said, I, maybe you're listening to this and you're not a runner and you're like, she's a crazy runner. I don't I'm not getting anything from this. Well, hopefully you've gotten something from this. Um, and like I said, it doesn't have to be running per se, but maybe it's something that you sprinkle into your fitness routine and you try it just to see what it's like because like, Remember what it was like to run like a kid, like you, like when you were a kid and you just wanted to run around the playground, it feels good. It gives you endorphins. It makes you happy. And obviously we've talked about my injury. I understand that running is not for everybody where you're going to feel a hundred percent doing it, but hopefully you've taken something where fitness and giving yourself that time to be fit. Because you want to live a longer, happier, healthier life physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually for your family, um, for you, if anybody, if you're like, I don't have a family, maybe just for you, because think about all the things that you do when you exercise, instead of thinking outwardly about what do I look like?
1: Mm
2: -hmm. I feel like our world is very aesthetically, um, driven. Mm -hmm. I get it. I also, we were just talking about wearing cute clothes and feeling cute and running fast because it's, cause it makes us feel good. That's a big part of it. But also what are you doing for your organs and your skin and your, your overall health to prolong your life and to make your heart healthy and your lungs and, and your muscles. And that to me is the biggest takeaway is that we are given one body and that we want to take care of that body and that that is not being selfish to go and give yourself a 30 or 60 minute workout or whatever it is, take that time for you. That can be your self care even where you're saying, Nope, like your friend, this is my sacred time. This is my me time. And I need this for me. So whatever it is, again, I hope, I hope that you're listening to this. You may be like running a little bit, but even if it's not running, hopefully it motivates you to do something with your fitness. If you've been um, maybe lacking a little bit in that area, because it helps affect the rest of your whole being.
1: Yeah. Beautifully said. Thank you. All right. I think that's a, a yeah. great note to end on. It was yeah, just well that was said. perfect. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for making time to talk with us and answer our questions. And
2: thank w- you for taking time to talk to me. I loved it. Let's do it again.
1: Yes. Please. We would love it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you Same. so much, Heather.
0: Okay. We have some work to do now, Megan. It is time for us to get up and move our legs. We, I'm going to start stalking Heather first and foremost on Instagram.
1: Oh, yes. If you listeners would love to see more of Heather's training for her Boston Marathon coming up or just follow her for some more really great tips uh, for running and fitness, you can find her on Instagram at tryandrungirl. And it's T-R-I for try and run girl. Mm -hmm. Anyway, find her, follow her. She is full of amazing information and advice. So,
0: Yeah yeah so with that being said uh we are not putting the baby to bed we are waking that baby up
1: and we are moving our bodies going for a run we're going here we go off we go right now okay please take a minute to rate review comment leave us some feedback or love we'll take whatever you have for us because we love you and we appreciate you be a friend to everyone bye